service you right just so when you touch down And take off the uniform, the bond you form Never look warm and that's why we on the dismount So you ain't gotta re-enlist to hang out No need to be on your feet, but please pay attention To Charlie Mike on the mic and let's get reconnecting Here on Dismount Spell you fire from the fire team on Dismount Spell you fire from the fire team on Dismount Veterans and focuses up here on Dismount All right, guys, welcome to the Dismount podcast. My name is Estrada, Dismount 6. I'm actually doing a live recording on Instagram Live right now to allow the community and others out there to kind of interject their little points, uh, add to the episode, everything else. Uh, so it's going to be a first test. Uh, shout outs to uh, Psyop Sauce, Sauceman, big sauce buddy. Uh, hope you're doing well. I'm glad you joined us. And uh, the topic, just like a starter topic, and this is what I kind of tell people who are interested in joining me as a guest or anything else, is I'll prompt with a start topic, but that doesn't mean we have to talk about that that entire time. Um, and the starter topic that kind of fueled that this week is the U.S. Army esports. Now, it's the first time I heard of it. I did a very quick, quick skim over on, uh, I found their Twitter. Um, I found, I watched like a promo and everything else. And essentially what I gathered was um, it's, it's like any other sports team the military has, right? But they're branching out to obviously a demographic, I'd imagine. That's a little bit younger who's probably into Call of Duty, a lot of shooter games, get them hyped up. You know, they stream on Twitch. They got, they got guys who stream on Twitch. And uh, from what I glossed over on a couple of things that I, I touched on uh, in looking to get more information about the U.S. Army esports, which is a real thing, um, it's almost it, it gives me the impression that it's an extension of the recruiting department. So you still have to be in service. You still have to probably meet the same standards as recruiter and all that other stuff. You know, be present and available in uniform and all that. And I haven't gone too far into looking into which one of these guys are affiliated with the esports team on Twitch. I also stream on Twitch myself. I keep it separate. Right now I'm going live from the Dismount uh, channel or Instagram uh, account right now. Uh, but I do have my own separate one. For those of you interested, I'll throw it out here real quick. Bad Luck Llama. Uh, I usually play on Xbox. You guys can find me. I've always liked esports. I've always liked video games and stuff. And I know the military out there uh, can attest that we all majority of us gravitate to playing video games just as much as military synonymous synonymous with um with drinking coffee and smoking right so um but a quick quick thing one more time because uh sauce is in in the chat right now i do appreciate you um I don't care how many people hop in. If there's one person that gets to join me or gets to hear something that I do and finds value in that, I think that is most important. So I want to give a little thanks one more time again. I know you're uh, you probably got a busy day and probably recru- uh, uh, recovering and whatnot. So best wishes and stuff. Um, and feel free again, feel free to uh, throw something in chat. Just, uh, I'll I'll probably share it. I'll probably read it, obviously, because we're we're not uh, we're not on a video chat or anything else right now. But um, this is this is a trial run, like a pilot episode of me live streaming somewhere on a platform while recording an episode. Uh, I do have the dismount on Twitch, by the way. And for those of you who don't know what Twitch is, Twitch is a a streaming service that a lot of people use primarily to stream their gameplay usually with a webcam, uh, you know, create their own little communities around their favorite games. And to see and hear that the military is also, I think my video kind of cut out because battery's dying. If it happens, it happens. I'm going to keep going. Uh, the military is also doing that. And then rumors, I, I check everything, all right? Um, I just the U.S. Army is the one that caught my attention. I think the Navy also has it um, as well. It seems like they also do competitive playing. Obviously, if they're going to get into esports, they're going to have have to have a competitive team that gets in there and actually plays these competitive games and operates just much like another any kind of demo type team 
the military would have to do exhibitions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I, again, I glossed over some of the things I found online real quickly. One of the recent things I found, if I can remember to find it, is a, a very short YouTube video. I don't have the resource off my head, but if I find it, I'll share it onto our Facebook page uh, just so everyone else can kind of see where I'm pulling that because I don't do verbatim kind of thing. I just kind of pull whatever happens. What's up? Welcome to the chat. Welcome to uh, a pilot test of a dismount episode live on uh, Instagram while I'm actually recording an episode right now. This one right now, for those of you just joining in, the the seed topic is U.S. Army esports or military esports in general, I guess. What are your thoughts? What do you feel free to, to chime in and everything else? I'm just kind of giving my two cents on it. I glossed over it really quickly. I thought it was kind of a fun, still military veteran related kind of thing to throw out there, kind of get the weekend going, see what's going on here. Um, it does definitely seem like an extension of the recruiting arm. Uh, it does seem like there's a good chance they're kind of um, dialing in their scope of, of potentials to a certain demographics. And we all kind of joke about it sometimes that those gamers out there who also play Call of Duty and all these other games, I don't, I personally don't count Fortnite, but that's that's near here and there. I don't like build shit. If you're going to play a shooter... Why build things? I don't know. Minecraft and sh- anyways, the point is, um, so they're 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 extending out, kind of humanizing military. I guess I don't know. It's it's kind of up to each person's interpretation. Um, I think it's an interesting thing. I think there's a lot of potential for it. I think they need to be cautious and get in it too heavy. What up? Welcome to chat. What's going on? Uh, I'm actually recording live right now. Uh, an episode for the dismount. It's going to be on. Uh, U.S. Army Esports. I'd I repeat myself a little bit for those of you in the live chat right now on Instagram, so I appreciate that. Uh, Sauce says, uh, makes sense. Get the younger generation in, in there. Yes, I think when they find ways for people to connect in a comfort zone, right, in, in, in their element, they get to see that real person, just like any, anybody else in, in life. When you, when you create a space where we can meet those individuals where they're at, they're more likely to have more constructive conversation, more likely to get insight on what those potential individuals might want from military service, not just going to school, not just getting you know uh, your, your college education paid for, not just traveling the world and all that other stuff. Um, yes, yes, this is what I do. Uh, this is my, my fun side project, uh, Lizzie. Um, today is a pilot test. Thank you again. I'm going to repeat it a lot just because I'm really excited to see people come in and join us in on a chat. Uh, and those of you listen to this later on, on, on the, uh, the podcast episode, it's going to sound a little weird because you don't have a visual on me, but I'll tell you what, it is pretty exciting. And I think I might do this more often if people like it or not. I'm, I'm trying to find better ways of allowing the community itself or people who just happen to be in passing and like it to join the conversation. My whole biggest thing right now, not to cut off too far from the esports thing, but just give you guys a little nugget of, of what the dismount means to me and kind of how that's sparking. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of condense it really quick. The dismount ended up becoming its own little uh, project that kind of ran on its own out of the necessity of a space for myself as a veteran. Uh, the short version is after I got out, spent many years trying to find and reconnect into a space that allowed me to be me. Uh, as, as most of us who transition out, you know, we're leaving one space to go to another. It's really hard to kind of feel like yourself because not all military skills are transferable in the environment of the civilian world. So it takes time to really transition. But like, like Sasa was saying, I think it's interesting that we, we see some of the branches start to develop creative ways and spaces to interact with the general public to to find those young, younger generations some people might actually not like that by the way some people might think it's a little too soon because of the younger ages that do play call of duty whatever else i mean you got you you got anywhere from what uh nine nine to twelve 13 year olds playing those games uh, i know i've met my fair share of squeakers or, or younger kids playing who uh, get a little aggressive but they're out there playing shooter games and stuff. And if they're going to be interacting with people, uh, you know, I have, I've, I've met some good ones and everything else. And when people online, when you're playing shooter games or any game for that matter, find out you're military, 
there's usually some questions that come up with that. Oh, how was your service? I, that's, that's kind of a dumb, dumb way to formulate that question. But there's usually questions that come up about your time in service. What's your impression? Would you suggest the army to somebody? Would as 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 a you know for females, which branch would you check? Like I've had some of those things. Like what are your thoughts looking back? Um, and it's all case by case. For me, it's all case by case. I had my own reasons for going in, and I had a challenge coming out. But um, back to the esports things, applicable skills. Uh, drone pilots. That's actually very good, Sasha. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, I can see that being uh, a high skill. I don't want to dip into too far about the pros and cons of drones, but as a general skill set, uh, you know, the um, hand-eye coordination, um, you know, finessing certain things, uh, drones running intel, etc. Don't want to get into the dark stuff of drones. We can Obviously, we can dip into that super hard. I actually wrote a paper a while ago in college about uh, the efficiency and effectiveness of drone strikes and the, uh, the, uh, just the, the multitude of how uh, the Intel came in and out. It's, it, it made me see things in a different way, but I will get carried away on that. Uh, drone pilots is another one of those new MOSs. When I was still in, it was something that was kind of mythical. So when I found out Holy shit! You can join the military and and play video games and be on an esports team. Like how many people, kids at heart, obviously, uh, as well. Even the younger guys, uh, like 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 uh, the chat was saying, uh, that younger generation who's obviously surrounded, especially with all of us staying at home right now, who's surrounded by social distancing. So and anything and everything we interact with. Uh, in our day-to-day lives is now digital is now on video you know video games is is a tool and a resource now to keep those social skills up granted a lot of it's cussing and stuff on on most games but still like i still I, i keep in contact with a lot of buddies playing video games and that's actually something we've been collaborating with on a side another project but um it paused because my fucking battery's dying. So I apologize if this cuts out on you guys. I should probably figure out where my charger is, um, but I probably won't have. I won't have a chance. I could move, but it's weird. So, see, I lost my train of thought on that one. Um, drone skills, uh, drone pilot skills. That's. I, I don't personally know any drone pilots. I've heard of, and I have a couple friends who might actually know one. Um, and yeah, I think I think gaming is is one of those inherent skill sets even though it could be recreational um there's potential for that those that that be a baseline to have skills that get you into a career and i i I know that with youtube and you know you got facebook gaming now uh mixer was a thing it died off just recently and twitch and all these you've got youtubers you got streamers so that right there has become a big part of our society and you get a lot of those younger youths right now even some of our young kids uh looking at you know when you ask them what do you want to be when you grow up i want to be a youtuber you know what uh hey Thanks, Sas. Appreciate it. I know you got to go. Uh, IGY6 all day, every day. Appreciate it. I like doing this. I like that you guys hang out with me. I appreciate it. You have a good one, man. Stay safe and uh, feel better, dude. Keep keep in touch. Um, so I think, I think uh, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Again, when they're utilizing, when the military is utilizing that space where we have the potential to influence and impact uh, a career choice for youth. Uh, there's always going to be pros and cons, obviously, but I think it's it's kind of a new spin. It's it's adapting to our society as it is right now, utilizing what's out there, going towards where most of that demographic is going to be, because you still have, I would I would venture to say anywhere from from nine to uh, thirty two or something, right? That whole range. Our, our online playing games. You know, most of us, if, if we're not working, we're, we're, we're at home playing games and stuff. Oh, what's up, uh, Miss Jessica? Welcome to uh, welcome to the chat. We're doing a live uh, stream right now while I'm actually recording a podcast episode. And the topic is uh, U.S. Army's eSports. And it kind of just threw me off hearing about that. Um, I, I just learned about it today. So I wanted to kind of do a test pilot 
episode today while I live stream and allow people to hop in the chat and maybe throw in their two cents, say hello, maybe change the topic if they'd like to. It's kind of a starter topic, so I just kind of ran with that. Uh, so welcome, chat. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for being here. And for those of you guys listen to podcasts later, I'll probably do this again. Um, but it's it's uh, kind of the consensus right now so far would be it's I don't I don't want to say it's a necessary evil kind of thing. It sounds kind of awkward coming coming from that point. But military has to recruit, right? In the end, it's a volunteer military. That's just that's just how the U.S. Army the the, the U.S. does it, right? It's a volunteer military. Um, that is why there's recruiters. That is why you know they they offer certain jobs and they have bonuses and all these all these enticements. That's they're they're salesmen. That's what they have to do. Because the other way would be conscript, right? The other way would be mandatory service four years or whatever, and everybody in the country goes through it at a certain age and puts in their time in service. So we don't have that. So uh, for those that feel a little squeamish about seeing that military dipping into the esports or any other area like that and feeling like we're, we're allowing them to subject the youth to uh, promoting that, that type of career lifestyle as a negative, I think... Our youth is is exposed to all kinds of things. So, I mean, why not add something that has the potential, again, case by case, has the potential to to give them some, some kind of career and some skill set they can utilize uh, later on in life. I will, I will, however, add this part as well uh, because I think it's important for me um, that esports, not only as a recruiting tool, but I think... And I don't know if if Big Army has a space for it, but I will I will throw this out there for whoever hears it. I don't know how far this will reach. I don't know if it'll reach too far at all. But my impression, being being a veteran, right, and and finding my way back to connecting with other veterans, not only just on social media, but also through video games. I mean, I I used to play video games in the service too, right? Like that, a lot of us did, and. Um, it wasn't uncommon for us to connect or stay in connection um, in those areas. So, you know, there's there's potential to still keep in contact with service members after they get out through that, and that'll just kind of enrich and diversify that community that a lot of these uh, U.S. military esports will end up having because you're not just getting civilians who are looking to join. You're not getting... Uh, pre-service type individuals you're going to get current servicing members you know someone who knows somebody who's on the esports team you're going to get family members friends who are asking questions and you're going to get a mix of veterans who are also going to come across because we're all playing uh, video games as well so there our paths are going to cross eventually and i think it's also beneficial potentially throwing it out there if the esports also looks into not just recruiting retention and all that other stuff, because they have to get it. I, I understand that part. Um, but also maybe have an element there that also kind of keeps in contact or, or connects or develops a, a relationship with those veterans who are out, but also play games, you know, like a veterans night. I don't know. I'm just throwing out there, kind of getting wheels spinning and see where stuff goes like that. Like I, I would like to collaborate with that on a on on a different project or even on here uh, with the with the U.S. Army's esports. I think that would be really fascinating. Have veterans come in and commentate on a stream or or you know work with some of these other because if for those of you who don't play video games, it doesn't make much sense. But there's a whole other world out there, of course. Um, and I started kind of bringing that to light a little bit more, bridging that gap between non-gamers and gamers using using military and veterans and stuff so when i started getting into video games i noticed there was actually a lot of esports teams that are run that are, that are veteran owned and i thought that was fascinating because they all there's also other people out there seeing value in esports and bringing military together and when i say military i branch that over you know pre-service prior service or currently serving and I think there's, there's again, another commonality there where we can share a common ground and share an interest um, and, and really build 
something kind of special there. There's, there's room for dynamic conversations. There's, um, there's, there's room for growth and relationships to, to kind of span out. Cause you're not just getting people who are looking to join in talking with the service members who are part of that esports team, but you're also going to have, like I said, you're going to have veterans in there also kind of giving their two cents or having conversations in there, getting dialogue going, you know, it's going to happen. And granted, yes, you're going to get people who say, fuck the military, right. Or, you know, fuck those guys go, uh, air force, and all that stuff. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It, you, you take the good and bad when you expose yourself to uh the public in any avenue or space it's just gonna happen and i i caught a glimpse i haven't gone into too much detail on some of the uh controversy or, or turmoil or whatnot that i've heard just on, and like i said i i did a quick cursory search today just to give me kind of a glimpse scraping the top on this topic and um, I, it's fascinating. I'll have to dig into it a little bit more, but there's there's some people who, in not a, not only in the Twitch community, uh, but on Twitter and whatnot, who are kind of receiving mixed feelings on the esports teams from military and how they're presenting and promoting themselves, how they're utilizing their post. You know, they're 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 dipping too far into the mainstream culture of things. They're they're providing too many posts that are are memeish related whatnot um and i guess there's there's some people who take that kind of differently because their impressions of the military is you know disciplined professionals and then you throw yourselves into esports where outside of the competitive part there's a little fun there's joking there's you know there's reddit type stuff there's there's all these memes related to gaming and some people might have some pushback on that because maybe they don't come from a video game background or maybe they do. Maybe they, they're, they're gamers and maybe they're like me. They're, they're a gamer and also a veteran and they, they don't see how the two mix very oil and water type. And I can understand that. Uh, and I would, I would gladly debate it a little bit with people uh, kind of weighing both sides. Um, but just like any other uh, area that that military gets into, um, and forgive me, it's going to sound absolutely ridiculous. I don't, I don't think most people right now watch too much sports, but I've never been really big on sports. I played sports growing up, you know, baseball, soccer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I never got into like following sports teams right now. So I'm not not the guy that's going to go, you know, root for a team or whatever else. But um, I take for example when when sports come up to mind, I I think of football. Right. And I think of what up. Welcome to the uh, live chat while we're doing an episode right here. The dismount, bud. Um, glad you hopped in. And just to recap real quick, uh, we're doing the U.S. Army's esports as a generalized starter topic. This is kind of like a test pilot episode. So I want to just acknowledge, even if you just dunk your head in real quickly and show up, I get a chance to wave at you on Instagram live. And that's it. You don't have to stay whatever else. I just appreciate people hopping in. Uh, so we're talking about that and kind of getting, getting things rolling. Uh, my whole thing is to get people communicating, conversating, whether you're military, veteran, etc. So I'm using this as kind of a test to see how it's going. Um, but going back to this, when, when military steps into a space, for example, like the NFL, right. Or, or and, and forgive me, cause I'm, I'm not a sports guy. So correct me if, if I'm, I'm coming at this wrong, but you know, one of the few times I watch sports is uh army Navy game, right? So obviously, obviously I'm a go U S army. That's just what I'm going to do. Um, I've got family who's Navy and they're all right. No, they're great. They're great people. Um, so there's always that rivalry, but, uh, you know, military stepping into esports, it's still a competitive area and it's still, I would say, as the general public, still kind of seen not so much as a sport, even though there's some very talented individuals out there who who do this. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of veteran gamers looking to get into that kind of stuff. Like I said, there there's a lot of esports organizations that are being built by veterans, and they're utilizing that as a a space and a tool and a resource to keep connection with our fellow vets and fellow military and that all not to go off on a tangent, but that right there, for those of you who can relate, 
that communication, that camaraderie, a lot of us vets, a lot of us former military have to build that in some aspect, whether it's a social, uh, social media community, a Facebook group or something else, or, or a gaming community or on Twitch or, or just people who talk a lot and share shit on Twitter. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing on Twitter, by the way. Um, but we, we have to find creative ways of staying connected with people because as anybody knows who has switched a job, right? You've gone from one job to another one. It's very, very difficult to stay in conversation, stay in communication with your former coworkers. I have the same thing. It's been a while since I worked at the last place. Uh, and there's probably only one person I really keep in contact, but that's a childhood friend that I've known for many, many years. Uh, the other ones, you know, I'll, I'll message, say hello and everything else, but out of sight, out of mind kind of thing is it's just human nature. Um, so I think going back, not only do I see esports or that space of video games and, and competitive type stuff as, as kind of a, a very interesting tool and, and space for the military to get into, I think it's smart. I think it's going to be hard. I think there's going to be a lot of pushback from people thinking uh, they're, they're reaching younger and younger demographics. Uh, but, you know, those 9 to 13-year-olds that I like to reference that are probably playing Call of Duty and, and you know, may or may not have the, the you know, inner childhood dream of being military somehow, a lot of times there's a good chance they're influenced by a family member that's around them. You know, an, an older sibling, uh, you know, a parent, uh, an uncle, aunt, a grandparent who served, you know, a lot of that stuff uh, becomes inspired by by someone. You're connected to somebody who's been in the military. Most of us are. Uh, myself, you know, my, um, my father-in-law's military. Um, I found out recently that my great-grandfather was military. One of my uncles was military. Um, so there was always someone military around me. Uh, and then I just kind of made my own choice to join what branch and do my thing. Um, going to the esports side again, as as the general starter topic for this entire episode. Um, if I were to try to, I'm going to try to put myself in place of being a younger me, uh, just as avid in video games as I was back then, because I'm eating Call of Duty, um, Halo. What else was out there? Some other stuff going on, but I was playing video games, obviously, uh, and I continue to do so. Um, that probably would have brought me in too, you know, uh, knowing that there was esports, just like, uh, what was, what was tossed out in the, uh, in the chat, uh, Instagram live chat a little while ago, um, skill sets or the, what's what I'm looking for. The appeal of becoming a drone pilot, you know, it's very along the lines of video game ish kind of thing, obviously, you know, Hand-eye coordination, using controller. I heard rumors that uh, they use Xbox controllers. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that, by the way, because you know, gotta make sure everyone can see what what I play. I know. Um, I was showing my Xbox controller, by the way. I have to remember because this is a pilot test that I'm live streaming, but I'm also recording right now, so I gotta remember. I have two two jobs. I gotta remember. I've got a live video and and people in a chat and also you guys who listens to the episode a little bit later. I'm trying not to make it an hour though. I, I can, I think I'll keep it short. Um, but I'm gonna leave it with this part. If I were to find myself say around high school age, right. Um, we're still obviously right now we're still dealing with COVID stuff, social distancing. There's a lot of people, looking to either stay connected online, Zoom meetings. There's there's a lot of different things where everyone's working from home. Hey, what's going on, bud? Battle, what's going on? Hey, welcome. I'm doing a little test pilot uh, episode right now. I'm, I'm live streaming on Instagram while I record a podcast episode. Um, do military podcast, veteran-related stuff. And the, the starter topic is U.S. Army's esports uh, what is it? Is it good? Is it bad? What are my first impressions? I just did a skim through and I want to just acknowledge everybody who hops in on the chat, on the live for Instagram. Even if it's just for a moment, I'm uh, glad you guys popped in. Even if you, you don't have to feel, you could lurk, you could lurk, you could sit there and, and not say anything at all, but give you credit for hopping in saying hello. I appreciate that. So if I were to find myself at a younger age and heard about esports team 
I'm pretty sure I would have been motivated to join whatever branch was doing that and do my best to be physically fit for it, get in and find a way in that. Granted, when I went in, I, I, I didn't know there was an eSports. In fact, I didn't know that there was a computer animation graphics type MOS, military occupation for the, uh, for, for those of you who don't know what it is, I'm pretty sure I fucked it up, but I got ahead of myself. Uh, specialty. Thank you. Shit. Sometimes it's easier having a conversation with other people because they can keep you on point. I tend to kind of unravel into a different direction. And when I have more guests, obviously it's a little easier to do that. Uh, there is a good chance, by the way, while I have a moment and it's in my mind, we'll be doing another one tomorrow. I don't know if I'll record it or, or do a live stream as I do it because a lot of times I use my headset because I like that the microphone doesn't catch a lot of stuff and I have it recording right here from the phone so you guys can see it. This is what I see. This is what I watch while I'm recording and doing the uh, podcast and stuff. Um, for those of you who are interested, I use anchor.fm um, kind of like a shameless plug right now for them. Uh, they do actually offer a sponsored plug. You guys can do that. If you're ever interested, if you've got a podcast idea, whatever else, and you're not sure, I'll take a quick moment to encourage anybody out there because look at me, I'm doing one and I'm sure there's other people with greater ideas and, um, a better radio voice or whatnot who is, is not so monotone sometimes who has some great stuff. And I encourage people to do that totally free, start it up and, and get going. I, I, like I said, I, I record it straight from the phone, crack open the app, set it up, get going, record. You can, uh, invite friends and stuff up to five, I believe. And when I have a full crew or, or one or two other people join me, I start the recording. I send an invitation. As soon as they hop on, it starts recording. I don't really like to edit a lot of my audio for the most part. Um, I just get kind of rolling. So that's, that's that. It, it is creeping past 30, 30 minutes. So I wanted to say thank you for all of you who joined me in the Instagram live chat, who popped up, threw a little view in there. And for those of you, of course, who also added in a little bit of content on the uh, test pilot episode right now about East, uh, military esports. It's a space I think they should continue to pursue. And for those who might feel a little awkward when their you know Twitter account gets a little bit uh, too mainstream right now, it's the culture. It is what it is. You know they're going to get into the culture. You see, um, you know, fast food brands and everything else on there being a little snarky and whatnot and getting having fun with it. That's it. Just seems like a space for it. So I hate it or love it. It's going to be there. It's there. Uh, they're doing stuff. They got an esports team. It looks like they're doing competitive things. I'm going to have to follow them and, and kind of get some thoughts going there. I would love, I would love to actually make contact with them and get a little more actual feedback. Maybe have a discussion or some of that. I don't know if that's possible for me at my current scope of, uh, influence, so to speak, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I would have totally went esports if I if I knew that. I would have went uh, graphic design if I also knew that was a, a thing. But when I I'll leave you this: when I joined, uh, obviously things were still really heavy for me and my generation on 9/11 stuff. So it was very prime. It was more of a patriotic. Uh, I w- I want to get in. I want to get in um, as soon as possible. And I wasn't entirely too critical on the MOS I picked. So I went for a job specialty that had an opening for basic training the soonest, which was two weeks later, and I was out moving and started my first eight-year contract and stuff. And then at the end of it, I did 12, about 12, and um, yeah, learned a lot, learned some cool stuff. So if there's if there's younger youth out there who uh, who happen to run into the U.S. Army's esports team and happen to really kind of gravitate to that and enjoy having conversations in their little community that they're building – and they and they they connect with somebody and they have now they have somebody to look up to to aspire to because we all need mentors and role models and it doesn't always have to be a family member or a friend or uncle or anyone else it can be you know for me I had coaches and stuff like that too along with my my parents and stuff but why not why not give it a chance it might not be for everybody it might put off some people it might make it feel like they're they're kind of recruiting too low but that seed's going to drop in someone's mind regardless if there's an esports team. What up, bud? Dude, life fighter. Big, big mech. I'm trying to hit this wave button. Um, I'm glad you hopped in. 
I was kind of fading off into it, but since you're here, you want to say hello. Appreciate you joining me doing a live Instagram while still recording. Let's do it, dude. Fucking all fun. Um, how do I freaking do this? Dude, uh, all right. So I'm having you join in on uh, on the video. Dude, I appreciate that. I'm hoping my audio is up. I'm at uh, 34 row here. So doing well. So it looks like it's waiting for you. I haven't used this iPhone in a long time. What up, buddy? Dude, looking solid. Freaking beast. Right on. I gotcha. I'm sure you're busy. Yeah, dude. Thanks for hopping on, man. I I decided one today. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do an episode while I'm recording it. I'm gonna do a live Instagram. So I'm actually still recording right now. What? <laughs> no, go. I mean, you know what? I don't. I don't mind. I'm not too critical. What a Robles. What's going on, dude? I'm I'm really gonna feel shitty if my freaking iPhone dies. You know what? While we do that, I know the the scenery behind me is gonna look shitty, but I would much rather record. And get it going so yeah man hey i uh, appreciate you hopping on let me just kind of catch you up to s- speed really quick while uh and then i'll let you just jump in or whatever so uh, i had like a starter uh topic of the u.s army esports because i would just ran into it i was like what the fuck is this uh and i decided you know what would be fun let me do a live on instagram on one phone while i do a recording on the other let people join in and whatnot because not everyone has the time to be like, oh, let me set it up and join you on the podcast. So I figured this was kind of a neat little creative way of doing it. So what's up, man? How you been? Outstanding. I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, recently just started working with my brother doing construction and whatnot. And um, that's obviously not, not a small task going from basically a couch potato to uh, slinging concrete. It was a little bit more than my body was ready for. So uh, this is the first day off so far, week one. And so I'm feeling it. I'm trying to get this charger plugged in so I don't run around like an asshole. But, um, dude, I love it. I'm glad you hopped on, dude. It's always fun. Robles in the chat, dude. What's up, buddy? Says hello. I got to remind myself while I'm talking with you that I'm also recording so people fucking can't see us. So I'm like, oh, it has, man. It has. That's fucking dope. Um, oh, you're out your new truck. And and you know, I have to I have to say it really quick. Do you, do you mind if I kind of share whatever you're saying on here uh, on, on the podcast? Is that okay with you? What's you mind if I share whatever uh, some of the things you say on the podcast? I mean, we're doing a live right now, anyways. But just I yeah, right on. Cool things. Dude, that fucking truck looks badass. I, I remember I saw pictures. I know you said it's been like uh, years in the making, right? You got your you got your truck. Dude, yeah, it's been... I, I, I think I spent like three, four months just researching trucks um, online and YouTube and all that stuff. Um, you know, first TMC, first Chevy. So. Yeah, yeah. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> really? Why you you you've made the rounds? Okay, I got gotcha. you. Dude, hey, the the new Ford Broncos look pretty uh pretty bitchin', pretty bitchin'. It looks wild, dude. That's uh, that's outstanding, dude. That is that's fucking cool, and I, I like that you. I, I know you're busy, you know, getting some stuff. So I, I do always appreciate when you have a chance to jump on and, and just kind of freaking share and catch up to speed on stuff, dude. That's it's something that a lot of us don't always have. Yeah, it's nice. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taking taking those twenty two minutes out of life for a second. <laughs> got, a, got a Wi-Fi and a laptop from the, my school. So. Nice, dude. You've been you've been hustling, man. That's awesome, and and you know it's it's I try to keep tabs on what you're doing because it it would it's such a drastic thing uh, compared to what I did when I got out. You know, I was just like, what the fuck? But you, you know, you obviously knew it was coming. 
you you did you know more more than your share of time in you did awesome shit and watching you showed me a lot of things i should have probably done in transitioning and getting ready you know like you 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 did seminars you know you did a lot of stuff man and you and you're still doing stuff that's awesome I understand. I understand because for most of us in that window, a lot of times there's there's just underlying things that make it really challenging to continue in either your current career set or or even even hard to kind of navigate and manage to get into you know uh, something that's a little more uh, friendly in the uh, in the later years. But yeah, your 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 personal health, I think people forget it's okay. Like you you have to take care of yourself because. What if you can't take care of yourself? How good are you at being able to take care of your family, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I understand I that. I feel that. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's hard for anybody. And that's a skill set NCOs all have, right? We all we all it's it comes with the stripes. Boom, shit, it does. Oh no, it's true. It is true. Uh, it's and and you know what? I I have those moments too where I forget when addressing the kids, they're not little soldiers though. You know, we, we default to kind of how we, we address subordinates. And I mean, they're not supportive. They're kids. We're, we're supposed to mentor and nurture. And that's not necessarily a skill set we all gain, um, in any kind of leadership course. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard. You, like, like you said, you had to do a little self-discovery, a little kind of heart to heart with yourself. Not a lot of people have the strength for that. That is, that is, um, really, really difficult. A lot of Google searching, like, I feel this way, what is this? And then I'd watch some videos and then podcasts and, and just, and then I'd get like, go get a self-help book and like, uh, it was, uh, was it, uh, change your, change your brain, change your mind type thing. And I read that whole book back to back. I mean, it might've taken a little time, but I read it. Um, nice. Okay. Because I mean, it is, and you you hear it a lot, and some people kind of like oh, it's redundant. Oh, mindset coaches. It's all, but but the reality is, it is that exactly where it starts from. It stems from whatever you believe, and and what you put into action up here becomes what you uh, what you display. So, and, and it's something that I know I struggle with. <laughs> yep. But at least I would rather still struggle with it than kind of just let it go. Because Well, 
<laughs> you have that structure and a little bit of guidance and everything else and things to aim for. So that, that does kind of help. Right. And then there's that added stress of like, oh shit, I need to get this done. You know, the deadline crunch, man. I don't, I don't always miss right. that. You have those early warning signs, right? How many times I've missed shit? No. Where the fuck am I? (laughs) There's supposed to be a tree with a sign. What the fuck? (laughs) And and the worst part? Doing freaking land nav in the desert sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it all looks the same. You're like, nah, man, I've seen that Joshua tree before. That can't can't be it. No, No, I did it in uh, EIP training, um, land navigation in Sinai Peninsula, and just you know however you walk with that compass you yeah. know too close to metal whatever you can be like all those one degrees off you're gonna be you know it's it's 800 meters that way you're gonna be like you know a couple hundred meters to the right or left of your said target it's funny you mentioned that because because it reminds me uh and, and that's a great analogy by the way using land nav as as a depicting how even your environment can can kind of adjust your path in a sense like right now you just threw that i was like fuck yeah i mean even in land nav your environment uh can can kind of skew your direction and then that that degree off uh though we don't see it i think you you nail it pretty good because um like you're saying with with going back to college with you know what you should be doing for yourself but in the day, sometimes we're just like, ah, I'll do it later, and then you realize, fuck, I'm I'm shifting a degree or something. You know, you have those those moments. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's some deep shit, man. And and you know what? I'm really excited that you're in that like headspace and you're you're doing stuff, even if you're uncomfortable about it, or even if you're like, fuck, I don't want to do this shit. But you you know the value, and we can all know know it, but actually put it into into action stuff is hard. It's, it's a daily thing. It is. And then, you know, like another person told me, it was like, stop looking in the past and look in the future. You know, ideally, your analogy would be the future is your windshield mm-hmm. and the past is your rear view mirror. Which one's bigger? The windshield's bigger. So look it at is. that. It is. Stop looking at the rear, the, rear the rear view is just a snapshot of where you are. Small little things. And you've already been that way. Yeah. The past led you here. Mm-hmm. Go to the future. Keep moving forward, man. The past is so. just stepping stones. Right? And you know what? It gives me goosebumps. I have fucking goosebumps right now from you saying that shit. Um, <laughs> because I've heard it. I've said it to other people. Uh, but some of those moments where I kind of get on my ass, I'm like, fuck. Maybe I should be doing something I used to do, right? Um, and the uncertainty of what's going to go on from after today or, or the next week or whatnot, or trying something new is, is sometimes gets overwhelming, but to remember 
that everything we've done so far has led us to this point and we need to continue to choose a path that kind of moves forward whether it's freaking straight or not um it's just part of growth and and becoming becoming an adult and being responsible just um finding your next stage yeah, in life right because definitely I, I'm I'm to the point now where I can kind of understand some things where my parents were like at, at the same age group, and I'm like, oh, dude, I remember them struggling, I remember them doing stuff, and now taking a snapshot of where they were at the same age now and where they are now, how different life was because they made changes or they struggled and they learned lessons, right? And I, you know, feeding off of that, I'm like, fuck, we all know this, especially as teenagers and young adults, we don't want to hear it, but you know, we we can learn from that, but now where we're at um leaving the military is kind of like for me leaving high school and having absolutely no idea i was supposed to even prep to go to colleges or do something in life i'm flapping in the way <laughs> i was like nah, i'm gonna join the army <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving this place i'm not gonna have to do this stuff <laughs> i'm like i'm and gonna go realizing you can only escape so far Life is going to happen, and life's going to hit you back in the face. Like, no, motherfucker, you, 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 you still got to act right. To. You still got to do shit, you know? Yeah. And you, I was like, you, ah, just, I'll go through life. It's all right. Uh, I can drink. I can smoke. I can yeah. do this. I can do that. The whole frat party um, mentality kind of thing. And then once you get older, you're like, man, I can't go out and stay out until 5 o'clock in the morning drunk as hell because then they'll bring out the breathalyzer and be like oh you're drunk on duty yeah yeah the reality of life fucking smacks you in the face and you know what i will i will admit that there's there's a part of me when i joined i did kind of join to avoid what i thought life was going to be you know the 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 route life was carrying me and i was like i don't want i don't want to do this so i went to go explore other stuff um I'm glad I did. I am still glad. Me too. Um, I I'd I do it again. Be where I am right now. Exactly. Even I with all the bullshit. I wouldn't have met my wife. Wouldn't have had my kids. You know. Wouldn't have had all kinds of stuff. That's so, awesome, dude. I mean, everything happens for a reason, man. It does. It does. That uh, life tends to shape us in certain ways, and it just kind of preps us for whatever's next. And I don't know what next is, but you keep hustling, man. Dude, again, congrats on the truck, dude. That's awesome. That's so cool. It is. And I was telling my uh, my group because I had my group yesterday, um, Vet Center. Nice, nice. And we uh, we call every two weeks because we can't go and see them. Yeah. So, Ooh, that's um, gotta be rough. You know, COVID and you know, pandemic. Even though I work, you know, ten hours a day at uh the casino that's like a mile from my house uh that's kind of nice too i don't have to drive to fresno because i did that oh, for gross. years almost a decade i did that so we, we well, get technically, technically i did drive far away i even went east bay for like a year and a half wow ish. well october 19 or 18 to no uh, to July of nineteen, ideally. Holy shit! It's nine dude. months, give or take. That's yeah. So. I mean, it's weird how you can get accustomed to something like that. Because I, I mean, I don't know how long that drive was for you, but I mean, I've done my share of you know, two, three, five hour drives one way. I think the longest I had was like seventeen hours. I was in Ontario. Remember? Oh, that's right. I, Fuck. I drove. Why? I Why did you move do my that? Family. I drove down there oh, and stayed there. Such a gross drive. I mean, drive. that was toxic for me as it is, you know, and then staying at work and then trying to trying to complete stuff, but then it practically it, it, it hurt me more than, and it hurt the organization than um, not having that time off yes. and not having family and not having an outlet to um, break away from life and other things so that's that was hard it's, it, it puts a stress on on the individual so but like that that work-life balance is is it's not a joke like you you really need that and sometimes we have to be selfish to to find that balance and i 
I think I think I'm glad I'm glad that you you made those changes. You made those choices to for you, which in turn is right. for your family. And then other you know other leaders didn't see my potential, and then you know other things, you know, because I like I talk shit, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I I speak truth. Yeah. Or how I see it, and I say it to other people, and and other people don't like when. You hear truth or facts. They get easily kind of defensive. They get defensive, yes. And then, you know, what I guess that was my that was my way of outlet to say what's going on in my life, type thing, and how I feel that I'm being treated. Um, And yes, I get it. You know, I was there to do a job. Did I accomplish the job to their standard? Sometimes, no. Um, yeah, we have, but we have in my days. mind, I, th- I thought I was doing what I could. Um, but then I got added more and more and more stuff. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what are you doing? You know, to right. Why help. am I doing fucking your job? Um, right. And then, you know, just toxic leadership and this and that. And it's just like, man, this, that, this that'll is hard. Drain you. <laughs> Yeah, because so, you, you go in with the intent and impression of, of doing and, and what you're supposed to do. And come to find out, just to be fair and let you know, I still talk to the guy that you know I had issues with. I still have conversations with him. That's good. That's good so, because you can go go beyond that. Cause... I still talk to Bobby from time to time. <laughs> and my wife's like, why do you talk to that guy? It's like, I, I understand them to a certain extent. Yeah. You know? No, you get it. We it... might have, like, said harsh words to each other whatever <laughs> you know he was a senior leader and you know but i still like the guy and i you know i still talk to him when i when i can well there, so. there's there's the the personal side of the individual and then there's the work side and sometimes you know you like the individual a lot better than you do um in the workplace and it's it's just it is what it is we wear different hats we we adapt different ways and not everyone is across the board the same person with everybody so you know, it's understandable. Right. Right. That's, uh, that's fucking wild, dude. Um, yeah, no, I get that. And I can understand how some people would be like, man, that's kind of weird. But then again, you know, any relationship in life, uh, military or not, staying in contact with somebody else you know, afterwards is, I, th- I think there's a lot of healing that goes there. There's, um, there's a lot of acceptance of you and the other person and all the other stuff. Ah, shit. Hey, my timer just hopped up on this one, so it's about to cut out on actually both sides. Um, so I wanted to say oh, thanks snap. for hopping in. Um, it's, I guess it's been about an hour, dude, uh, that I've been on, but that's cool. I, I like the I like to hear uh, feedback on how you're doing, man, and I do appreciate it, dude. It's fucking awesome. Well, I'm glad I've been able to hop on and and uh, and see you, and and glad things are doing well for you, and just keep striving, keep doing the thing that you're doing now. Um, so you stay sane. Uh-huh. And, I will. You know, and then certain people will jump on and, and be like, I haven't talked to you in a while and I've seen your thing and it's like, I've been busy in my own life yeah. and I'm glad that I was able to just jump on and <laughs> talk to you and see face to face. And yeah, it's, it's been a hot minute. So it, it has, it has, but it's, it's great. Cause we can always just kind of pick up a, a, as if we just left off yesterday. So that's always been a great thing. Awesome. Yeah, man. All right, man. I gotta, I gotta hit the gym, man. Go get CrossFit, and right then I gotta sleep because I work at midnight tonight. So oh, shit. Ten o'clock tomorrow. So. Hold on. All right, man. Well. All right, dude. Appreciate. Uh, it. Love you, brother, from another mother. Likewise, and, man. That's uh, love. And uh, you take care of yourself, and you do do good things, man. I'm gonna keep trying, man. Uh, you stay safe, man. We'll talk again. All right, bro. All right, bud. Out. Later. Peace. All right, so we just let, as ended the uh, the live on Instagram, a little test pilot episode, and it looks like my max recording for the first run is about to be done on here on Anchor FM uh, app. I hope that all of the audio actually got picked up. I actually took my headset off towards the last end of it. I hope the audio got picked up from uh, my buddy Mac, Um and I'd like to at least give him the courtesy and ask him if I can share this before I do. But if this worked out and 
people liked interacting online while I do this, I'll definitely do it again. I'm out. Talk to you next time.